0: Welcome to the Heart of Soul Podcast, an exploration of who you are, what you are, and why you are, offering new ways to investigate age-old questions at the heart of you. Greetings, it's Joseph, and thanks for listening to the Heart of Soul Podcast. In today's episode, how does a spiritual person relate to politics? Like last time, this single question takes us on a journey from the right-left realism, idealism split, to the separation of church and state, to Christian nationalism, the quagmire, and we use that word intentionally, of corporate invasion of politics, the failure of democracy as a system, free will and free won't, and if that wasn't enough, much much more. Do we resolve the question, how does a spiritual person relate to politics? Well. After talking about it for an hour plus, you'd think we do, but you're going to have to be the judge of that. I think the answer is more a question of uh, how to be with it rather than what to do about it. Thanks for listening. I remind you, as always, to please listen to this podcast from the beginning and in order. Well, welcome forward, everybody. And thank you, Stace Barron, for being here, as always. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, looking at the, my notes for the last 24 episode as episodes and just, uh, feeling so much gratitude of uh, getting ready to do this because, uh, I mean, this is like, this is like Tuesdays with Maury or whatever it was getting to have personal access to you and have these conversations. It's super cool. Uh,
1: Well, that goes right into me and I get a little embarrassed, uh, my old days i would have just ate that shit up uh, but (laughs) but, uh, my my emotionally immature part would have just needed that but i'm a little embarrassed and i can say oof okay i take that in thank you thank you
0: yeah well i mean it's uh you're welcome and um there's there's so many moments in the week where it's like you know I've studied uh, identity for a long time and many other things for a long time. And I can um, very often, but not always provide my own meta to help me understand the world to myself, myself to myself. Um, But there are inevitably times where I don't, and I get to get that from you. And we were just talking before we went on air. One of the things Mm -hmm. that happened recently that I've, I've, uh, uh, it was one of those moments where I didn't understand why I was having the reaction I was having. And, and, and this was this yesterday. I was doing errands in town. Uh, I live on Maui. And, and, uh, for those of you who don't know, Kahului is the main town here where the airport and everything is. And there was an unusual amount of traffic and I was frustrated by it because it was, it was just weird. And I was trying to make a left turn and there were cones and I saw a cop there. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, was there a shooting or is there a run on the banks? Like, and I quickly looked at my phone to see if, you know, there was some horrible news thing that was causing people to run and get all the toilet paper they possibly could. Because the last time I experienced that, it was the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Where the Costco line was literally, you know, a quarter mile long. And then I found out that it was because a for the first time a Chick-fil-A had opened. And there was something about that that caused this much traffic and it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And I don't yet fully understand why. Uh, okay. And I thought and I immediately thought, like, I want to talk to Stace about this and I don't really know why. And then I
1: mentioned you, you're like, oh,
0: let's do it on the air. So <laughs>
1: Well, because our background um, idea for today's um, podcast is politics, yes, and and how how does a spiritual person relate to the one of the most densest consciousness domains on the planet? And we can get into why identity would offer that uh, here as we get going. But you know, when you first before you identify the Chick Fil A uh, causal dynamic. Uh, it, it, uh, First time Chick Fil A
0: causal dynamic has ever been said.
1: Has ever been uttered. <laughs> well, I, I thought I thought you were just going to um, um, say something about how uh, traffic that shouldn't be gnarled all up is always tr- a trigger for you because it is for me.
0: Yeah, right. When it shouldn't be. When it's totally yeah. unreasonable. Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. And uh, I, w- I was going to answer that before you drop drop the Chick Fil A dynamic. Um, <laughs> That uh, it for me, I recognized it. It, it represents an overt, dynamically uh, experienceable metaphor for clogged consciousness. <laughs> yes. uh, you see, if you think of cars as thoughts and feelings that run through the mental body road. Um, uh, clogged consciousness is uh, relates directly to our topic today about politics, mm-hmm. and semi-ironically, then gets even more edgy or ironic that it's a Chick-fil-A being the causal dynamic for the clogged consciousness. <laughs> yeah. And then so, there's
0: all this press about uh, I was getting my haircut yesterday and, and telling the, the hairstylist uh, exactly this thing. She's like, oh, yeah, they're you know, they're selling it as like this is wholesome, affordable food for the family here. And like it, it's just like it, it, it's a trigger um, insofar as like what gets celebrated deeply and hugely in our world is not actually helpful. No, you know, right. that's the, I was going to say shouldn't be, that would be the trigger talking, but it's not actually, Chick-fil-A is not going to help significantly the world. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yet so that's less, celebrated,
1: yeah, and that's celebrated, of course. My mind goes straight to in, internet influencers um, yeah. as the next level of um, celebrity, uh, self, the selfie generations with the with the phones, you know. Yeah. It's a celebrity rather than a sobriety and, um, and uh, self-reflectivity of uh, honest. It, the whole celebrity thing is all based in self-image. And so a corporate chain like this, can sell its self image uh, and go fit right in, slot right into the whole dynamic of celebrity, and people will just buy it. Uh, it's no healthier than Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's uh, if anyone ever walked into a chicken slaughterhouse, they would never eat chicken again. Yeah, and it's not not organic, and it's not there's nothing healthy about it. It's deep. And you fried. can smell
0: it five miles away. Yeah. Yes,
1: it's mm-hmm. deep fried fast food um, with an with an attitude. Uh,
0: <laughs> so. You might yeah. have to trademark that and sell that uh, <laughs> phrase to them, deep deep fried fast food with an attitude. In 20, 30 years, things might actually, they might use phrases like that.
1: Oh, my God. That's You're the just idiocracy frightened. effect. Yes. Well, you just frightened me there for a moment. <laughs> I have to recalibrate here <laughs> that I would, that a, a quote of mine would be used as an advertising campaign. Now, just shook me a little bit. Give me a moment here to recover. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
0: feeling particularly rambunctious today. I've got some access to grind in the world, and I'm going to uh, displace some of it into this podcast, possibly.
1: Okay. Well, that's fair enough. As long as you say that up front, no one will accuse you of being fused and unconscious of your rambunctiousness.
0: Right. I'm I'm minimally meta to it. Yes. And so Okay.
1: <laughs> Okay. uh, Yeah,
0: that's right. And the question you we were talking about, how does a spiritual person relate to politics, which is a super simple question. And that and I love that you phrased it that way before we started, because um, it's it's consternating, I think, you know, because we'll probably talk about activism. And I think most very spiritual people are not drawn to activism. So I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about why. So what is a healthy relationship to politics as a visitor in this world?
1: Um uh, let's let's begin by peeling the onion here, I guess. Um, first of all, we can make a, a little bit of cross-referencing here. In the same domain as this question would be a question, how does a spiritual person relate to NASCAR? Uh, <laughs> uh, how does a spiritual person relate uh, to uh, world World Federation um, fake wrestling? Mm. Uh, the, the, all three, share a common thread, and and that is they're all about image and selling something that is far denser base consciousness oriented than the things that inspire our heart and soul. Mm -hmm. So it's a valid question. There's nothing wrong with someone dedicating their whole life to Run driving in an oval circle uh, uh, for 24 hours or 10 hours or whatever it is uh, relative to their machine. Uh, their four-tired uh, machine. There's nothing wrong inherently with that or inappropriate or or f- uh, fake uh, wrestling that everyone knows is fake and pretends it's not fake just to be entertained. Um, mm-hmm. Politics. Uh, shares a very similar strain here because everything is based on what is what is the um, how will this play on the 12-hour news cycle remember when it was a 24-hour news cycle now it's even faster than a 12 because of technology right so how will this sell to our demographic yes the optics Yes. And that's like a
0: thing political people talk about, like, well, the optics, we need the optics to be. And there's no meta about like, wait, are we going to do the right thing or the thing that looks good to the masses?
1: Right. So to slot in with that, that particular opening, um, a statesman. Yeah. Would never care about optics, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: never care about optics. How many politicians? don't care about optics. I don't know if there are any left. Um, I don't know of any, the one at the moment who comes closer and you can tell by the way she holds herself. I don't agree with all her politics, obviously, Mm -hmm. but Liz Cheney stands out as someone who is statesmanlike or stateswoman like statesperson. She's taking
0: some big risks. Yeah, for sure.
1: And you can tell this is not um, uh, a ploy. This is how she feels in her bones, mm. and that that's patent. Yeah. And that's what a that's what a statement uh, a statesperson puts out, um, perhaps a little differently uh, bandwidths than Liz. But I admire her uh, uh, so much because she's one of the few politicos who seem to have a personal conscious uh, conscience. Mm that has its inner own inner morality without defaulting to some sort of um, uh, uh, a toxic Christian uh, orientation. It's, a, it's strictly basis based on her conservative worldview. Um, and so uh, a statesperson uh, just would not care about optics whatsoever, would, not, would never shrink to fit their truth and reality to optics. Now, I can see a statesman going, okay, there's five or six ways to say my truth here um, about what's going on to their staff and say, I'd like suggestions what one of those five really tweaks it the best. Now, yeah. that, that, there can be some optics in that, but that is so far down line that it's a tertiary or quaternary uh, consideration, right? Yeah,
0: consideration of it not uh, changing actual policy based on Exactly.
1: That. Exactly. So, um, uh, how can we start here? So, if we lump politics in with NASCAR racing and World Federation uh, um, uh, wrestling, well, hold on then, a
0: second. But NASCAR doesn't uh, pretend that it's you know making the world a better place. But then again, Chick Fil A does. So maybe it does. <laughs> well,
1: uh, all the Confederate flags in NASCAR. Um, uh, uh, racing arenas, uh, notwithstanding, yeah. they draw a large racist Christian uh, uh, orientation. Not all, of course. Nothing's everything and nothing, but um, there is a definitive stamp aroma of NASCAR, <laughs> uh, of uh, of of Christian idealism and racism, uh, which have become. Um, <clears throat> married in a shotgun wedding in this country.
0: Racism, like racing cars. Can't see what you did there. <laughs> I, yeah. I made a
1: little up on nice. there. That it's, was good. Thanks for catching it. Yeah. Uh, but but the two kinds of racism uh, uh, put together and, yeah. and Christianity uh, makes for a powerful uh, combination for um, conservative um, like uh, conservative people to watch NASCAR um in that sense so there's not that dissimilar dissimilar a dynamic going on with uh, the the republican party which used to be called um uh the uh, grand old party but now it, it can be called the group of pedagog, ped, pedagogues pedagogues yeah. yeah gop group of pedagogues um as we said in a couple other podcasts um, let's start with uh, the elephant here um, and then we'll kind of work back to how a spiritual person is supposed to relate to all this stuff. So from identity's point of view, um, we're uh, an emotively mature person, which implies at least an emotively sober spiritual person. Now, That's important to to, uh, designate here. An emotively mature person is an emotively sober spiritualist. Uh, even if they don't have access to non-dual enlightenment or or God realization in the spiritual domains, they um they they hold a certain center of consciousness. Um, and when you when you have that, uh, when when you have that inner um, sort of sensibility about things, the way you relate um, to politics uh, is really interesting because, uh, for the GOP, the group of pedagogues, um, uh, it has the, the party, which is based in, historic, in the historical narrative, the Republicans represent the realists and the Democrats represent the idealists. Yeah, oh, I remember that. And this is a beautiful yeah. um, balance if it's unpoisoned, mm-hmm. if it's free of the poison of theocracy. Uh, uh, and, and so as soon as you uh, subtract theocracy, the two-party system here would work fairly well. But and are the if
0: Democrats you, infected by theocracy as well?
1: Um, no. Uh, they, uh, you could call them, um, well... We could, I I could make a play on word on "idiocracy" to "ideocracy." Uh, Ooh, nice! That's uh, the uh, see,
0: yeah, it's the logical extreme of idealism, the the wokeness right. kind of. Uh,
1: exactly. Uh, now, well, obviously, an, an an Edenist would be far more uh, uh, um, uh, uh, left of center on the woke issue. The the woke whole woke thing is, of course, a contraction of the truth. But it has its own excesses of uh, politically correct uh, terminology and politically correct. Let's not hurt anyone's feelings. Let's not hurt anyone's feelings when it's not the job of the government or anyone else to um, uh, care about uh, um, uh, uh, what it is that happens when you hurt someone's feelings, which is a whole podcast in itself yeah um, and i'd like to title that one for a future moment is no one ever makes us feel anything that we don't already feel in the unconscious
0: yeah
1: nobody makes us feel anything that, that doesn't already pre-exist in ourselves if it doesn't pre-exist it just sort of goes either over our head or it doesn't apply to us you don't react uh, so anyone saying you've hurt my feelings is existentially um, as uh, uh, um, deluded about the way um, our action, reaction, motivations uh, uh, occur inside us, mm-hmm. which can be mapped. So grand old party, Barry um, Goldwater, we've talked about this in other in other um, uh, podcasts, warned back, way back in 64 against what he saw was this creeping Christianity into a nation's constitution that absolutely, absolutely says separation of church and state. Another way to say that, of course, easily it's out there, um, uh, That is, it's not only freedom of religion associated with that, but freedom from religion. But is, and,
0: is separation uh, of church and state actually possible if the <laughs> leader's values and moralities inevitably leak into policy?
1: Um, This is another that that spotlights a little different, deeper um, uh, domain, but we can go there for a moment. Uh, It is the job of a sober statesman to not let their spiritual or religious point of view directly affect policy as much as you can't help that it will indirectly uh do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so no one's perfect at this um at uh, least of all christians they're the most rabidly unconscious of it because mm-hmm. the constitution that maga people um want to put on a, an altar uh um is strictly forbades their existence <laughs> And yet, and yet, it's a golden idol for them, the Constitution, mm-hmm. uh, because what's happened here in terms of Christian nationalism is that it has really shifted to this state um, with the advent of uh, of uh, uh, Christianism coming into uh, politics. It, it's um, it, it, it it absolutely speaks to how we're, our, our own culture literally does not get the linkage between value systems and religious points of view. In other words, it says a lot of extra words there. Um, A statesman, of course, is informed, their value system is informed by their spiritual or religious focus or lack thereof. A a humanistic atheist uh, would look at uh, abortion, for example, uh, categorically opposite uh, from a a born-again Christian. So of course these things are going to be indirectly, but uh, affecting policy behind the scenes. But a statesman would be on top of that. Uh, and, and here's a be a statement: my um, my Christian beliefs uh, sway me toward um, that uh, that there is more to an in a growing fetus than just cells. But when it comes to the where the rubber meets the road. The government can't be in the uh, in the business of, uh, of defining when a person becomes a person. The federal government simply can't do that on either side of the argument. Ah,
0: uh-huh. it's absolutely not their place because, I mean, that's intuitively makes sense, but because, rigorously speaking?
1: Uh, because, uh what the Constitution and the Republic that now a lot of you know red red-faced um red-necked um red stated Christians um, and otherwise uh, red and otherwise red uh, would say, uh, wait, what was the I just oh, lost why
0: the... why the government can't define what yes. a life is
1: yeah, because um our own republic uh, says that there's a separation of. A, a religious religious teachings directly um uh, being involved in governmental policy that's what the republic is that's yeah. what the, and that's and that's what christian nationalism doesn't get that the very republic that they're touting it's not a democracy they're arguing now it's a republic and that makes the uh insanity even worse oh is that the,
0: new stuff i haven't heard yes this. people are... yeah yeah
1: know oh, what. To justify their, the GOP's movement away from democratic norms, well, it never was meant to be a democracy. It's a republic. Look, it says so in the Constitution. Oh, this
0: is news to me. Oh, dear. Wow.
1: In a republic, and France actually did a better job in their constitution uh, a few years later than ours um, to make it really standing for that non-religious-based uh, republic Republic. So, Republican, Republic, you know, they get all worked up about it, not realizing that if if there was a a sniper gun uh, and the barrel um, went right back to the person who's the shooter. um, This is what's happening when they're moving from the term democracy to republic, because the republic is founded on no uh, uh, religious indoctrination. Uh, Infecting public policy.
0: I can't remember the difference between a democracy and a republic. I'm embarrassed to say, and I'm sure some of our listeners don't remember either. Can you define that?
1: Yeah, well, a democracy is um, that everyone gets, everyone has a share in electing um, uh, representatives that relate to their belief yeah, systems. That's
0: a pure so, democracy.
1: Yeah. That's a pure, but there's no such thing as a pure democracy because there are all sorts of um, rules about who's eligible to vote that uh, right. water that down pretty well. So, democracy is actually a term that applies to um, the power of the people to elect. And so it's not in the same category as the republic it serves. Uh, we could yeah. say that, that a republic needs a democratic um, a dynamical bandwidth to operate appropriately. Yeah. Otherwise but The
0: republic makes legislation the, the, because the, the, the uh, elected slash appointed officials are the ones who push through legislation. It's not democratically um, voted on every time
1: exactly right so that's why it's not a pure democracy but (laughs) as mitch mcconnell i you know this guy but he actually (laughs) said we may lose the senate in the midterms here because we don't have qualified um uh candidates for the senate races and he blew up and it was a a nuclear bomb he said that He said that about his own party wow and let's translate that from identity's point of view um, the Christian Right has uh, put up a bunch of crazies, uh, QAnonites, and uh, others, uh, election deniers that um, uh, uh, that simply, upon public discourse in public discourse, show themselves up to be embarrassingly ignorant, and having not a clue about how government works. It's the same thing with Trump. Uh, he had no idea of some basic things about how what the powers of the president, he thought when he was elected, he would be a czar. That's (laughs) That's what that's what he really thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And to this day, he still can't believe it. They came on my private property and took took these uh, these these boxes full of sensitive material that I declassified. Okay, (laughs) by
0: taking them home, he declassified
1: them. (laughs) This is what this as a spiritual person. This is what absolutely drives me crazy. I can't understand the idiocracy of it. Wait, it's not the issue that, of course, that's important. There's top secret stuff there. Wait a minute. Stop. Since when does an outgoing president take archival governmental material home with him after he loses? that there were boxes there in the first place forget about what they were containing
0: well i heard I mean, from a, a a journalist that it's actually not unusual for them to take some stuff uh, i think this was more if, than usual
1: if they get the permission of the natural Archi- national yes. archive national archives to yeah. do so and yeah, that's right. he said, well, I gave the National Archives all that stuff. There's no, the lawyers actually said on the affidavit, there's no more after the la, um, uh, uh, last time, uh, the, the earlier in the year. Uh, they, they asked for and got a bunch of stuff that tr- Trump had taken that, OK, we'll return this. But the lawyers said there's nothing left. And here we have all these boxes that were left. So it lied completely. And that's been exposed. But the point back to the point here. Separation of church and state, Republican democracy, um, uh, the very constitution that MAGA people bow to um, disallows their very existence. And it is is this kind of thing. If this is possible, if that big and obviousness is lacking in the political discourse, what does that say about the whole nature of political discourse and politics at the moment? Trump macheted a... um, His way through the jungle of ideology, uh, proving that you could distort reality and outright lie. And if you say a lie three times, as they say, it becomes a truth. Yeah. And so we have a psychopath, uh, uh, a deluded narcissistic um, uh, um, psychopath who is dissociated from reality with his. Foot on the gas pedal of Republican messaging. And, and Republican that makes him a hero,
0: not unlike Chick fil A opening in Kahlooe, gets everyone very exactly. excited.
1: <laughs> and that Christians are behind him when that one photo op, January 5th or something, well, after he, or that, where he was, he, actually staged a picture of him standing with a bible in front yeah. of the church yeah, yeah staged it holding a bible yeah. the guy who says um oh yeah women if you're a celebrity you can grab their yeah whatever's right um, and it was like three
0: weeks it. before he was elected president he yeah said,
1: right? and that christians live with that of course a prominent christian um uh, responded and justified why they do it's They can live with his imperfection, but there's a greater context at work here, Joseph. And this is the most tragic to a spiritual person. Um, And that is that now what has happened is that for modern Western Christianity, the largest proportion actually believe now somewhere deep, either directly in their conscious or somewhere just below that the the new Canaan is the United States, oh and, the new, and the new chosen people are Americans, okay? And so this is <sighs> a, a dynamic that's from underneath pushing, driving all of this Christian nationalism into politics is that really, Ronnie, uh, bless his um, Alzheimer's heart, uh, uh, not because he had Alzheimer's, it was a lot of people got Alzheimer's, but bless his whatever heart, um, he introduced uh, a, a reboot of Christian of conservatism away from Christian away from conservative values of realism, and went into the phasm- phantasmagoric domain of religion.
0: And I know at least part of that. I saw a, a KQED documentary once about uh, it was fascinating. I think it was after the Reagan election. Um, I think it was uh, the Bush Gore election, maybe where the uh, voting strategist discovered that the Uh, evangelical Christian vote was split between Republican and Democrats. Um, Now that seems absurd to imagine it was split, but at one time it was. And so they saw, oh, if we can just capture the evangelical Christian vote, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's all we need to win this election. And so that was the political choice, the uh, power hunger choice to uh, Christianify uh, um, conservatism. Uh, at yes. least part of the motive, and it's been off to the races ever since.
1: You bet. Uh, there's multiple dimensions to this. We're just sort of hitting the high tops of yeah. the ones that inform our our discussion topic today. So uh, the GOP's been uh, uh, handed over, has been hijacked by their own agreement um, to uh, Christian nationalism, and they're going there because Christian nationalism skews reality. Doesn't get that the very republic that, in the Constitution, that they supposedly make a golden idol out of, precludes their existence in politics. Uh, that GOP, the GOP, uh, 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 a once proud and realistic party, has um, has uh, uh, is, looks to me like a ship that has all this um, alcohol on board, like a thousand crates of alcohol on an old wooden ship. And it's just, uh, it can't steer because the weight of the cargo of, of Christian nationalism in the grand old party is capsizing it. Uh, so they only have themselves to blame. And, and on the other side of the coin, um, you have idealism, idealists like, um, like Uncle Joe and uh, the Democratic Party, and at least, at least they they have a picture they want to try to move reality to. They see an ideal picture, and they want to they want to make it that way. Uh, but the problem is, their solution is they start with ideas and then end with money. Just throw money at it. <laughs> Just throw money at our ideas, and it will prove to everyone that the ideas are good. Yeah. But, 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 every other day i look in the news and you know i i'm for ukraine here of course russia is, this is napoleon you know trying to recapture his old glory he didn't get it back in the alps uh with all the elephants isn't that interesting yeah so uh um in that sense um what what are you going to do here when uh the democrats with their idealism just throw money at things so first let's let's Now, simplify, that was a lot of meta, and let's try to tie it together here. Mm -hmm. Uh, A spiritual person, emotively mature person who is an emotively sober spiritualist is sexually monogamous, fiscally conservative, and socially progressive. Now, there is no party at the moment um, that is socially progressive and fiscally conservative. I did the ideals of the democratic, the blue side, they just throw money at it and print more money if they need it, which then fuels the whole inflation rollout thing um, from underneath. Uh, and the and the Republicans are um, are are fiscally conservative and socially retarded. <laughs> and I and, and I say that word specifically. I chose that word specifically because on the woke side of the equation, you never say retarded anymore. You say cognitively challenged. Okay. Right. Uh, that's yeah, what I, I mean.
0: I, yeah, I don't like that. Retarded just means slowed. You know, it's yes. like there's still plenty of sheet music out there that says retardo. You play it yes. slow. Exactly. And, uh, it's, um, yeah, it was it was never, I mean, it got used as a uh, as an epithet, and now we can't use the word anymore. Um, but yeah, sure. there's such a thing as, as uh, retarded in that way.
1: Yeah. So I use that word to blast that out of the water in a little way here, my own small way. But when you when you're socially um, retarded or socially um, conservative, all of the social values of the of the GOP the current GOP are are poisoned by the religion. In other words, the fiscal ones don't fall into affected so much by religion. It, they are in a, in a indirect way, but all the social program the social pictures of things are almost one hundred percent. Uh, informed by uh, uh, Christian nationalism, by the Christianity of Christian Even nationalism.
0: Democrats, social programs.
1: No, no, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, the one, the Republican side that are socially in, non-progressive. Oh, uh-huh. Their non-progressive social agenda is almost one hundred percent informed by the religious dimension, whereas their fiscal conservatism is not. It only uh, secondarily. See, yeah, yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so the the Democrats on the other side, being more technically Republicans, mm-hmm. in in seeing that um, uh, uh, social programs are not the venue of um, uh, of the government to legislate, but to support the majority's rule about where they think they should go, how far should they go with social programming. But when you when you when you deny abortion, as Scotus uh, just did um, recently, and deny a woman uh, sovereignty over her body and her child—not just her body, the child that she um, uh, actively or inactively uh, uh, helped create in her body—and so uh, as soon as you the government steps in and makes um, specifically small uh, um, law laws about social programs that are infected by religious um, distortions, yeah. you, don't, you don't have a republic anymore.
0: And it also, it never occurred to me before, but um, it also, is, of course, is deeply affecting that woman's destiny, Yes, which violates the right we have for life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, because if yeah. that woman decides she doesn't want to have a child, then um, her fate is decided for her in many ways.
1: Yes, by uh, people who don't share her worldview. But
0: I want to even this out um, because uh, I I once used to call myself a Democrat. I'm far more libertarian now um, Mm -hmm. uh, because of how I've evolved and largely, I think, uh, how uh, Democrats have uh, devolved. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the root of their distortions if it's not religionism? seems to be um, altruism
1: it's uh it's an altruistic based self image Oh. Uh, because it's not it,
0: actually about solving problems it's about looking
1: good it, it's 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 about how uh, my let i'll be uncle joe for a moment i wish i could be a comic and and, and interpret I the bet voice i you could do uh, him pretty well <laughs> oh i don't know i <laughs> He's so uh, vanilla, it's hard to get any uh, color into it. You know, I, I can't quite exaggerate what's already there. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah the, on the Democrat side, uh, mm-hmm. they, they live in their own version of an alternate reality that um, if we can just imagine uh, 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 what, what is good for the mass ma- vast majority of people, and then we put our collective political will behind it. Um, we're on the right side of our governing um, uh, uh, needle that says in the green or in the red uh, in terms of moral strictures, right, and moral consciousness. So they take morality much more seriously in one way, but their own excesses, and let's go back to abortion here for a moment. On a lot, on a lot of Democratic uh, uh, watch, um, on the Democratic's watch, there have been um, – I'm shocked to hear. I was shocked to hear that that the abortion law allowed you could still get an abortion. It was still on the books somewhere. I, I'm almost sure this is true. Um, that you, up to 24 weeks.
0: Yeah, which uh, is longer than anywhere in Europe. It's allowed. Not
1: not any I, any anything more than 12 weeks uh, for uh, an Edenist. I'll just say as uh, Edenist uh, Prime One. Uh, um, my picture is. Uh, uh you should not it you should not abort after 12 weeks or so that's 3 months that that fetus now has a chance at viability that up until that point um is not not so assured if it's made it 3 months um, you've got to start considering um putting laws more in in the um uh the venue of science than in religion uh-huh. and that's another way to say it at least uh uh, uh um, democrats except when it comes to the cdc and pandemic medical uh um, the the idea is that they're more aligned with what we used to call science uh uh, than than the red the redders are because their science is based on misinformation and christian filtering Uh, they don't see that science is an open-ended neutral thing and they wanted to um uh, hijack it for their own uh, messages and it's not real science. Uh, uh, a lot of the Christian things. Uh, sorry, the, the the humans did not cohabitate with dinosaurs. Um, the Earth is not five thousand <laughs> years old. The world. Even is, if there's the,
0: an muse- amusement park that shows uh, primitive humans riding dinosaurs, it's still. Well, not
1: true. how did you hear one political? It was a mayor, someone low. How could we have amusement parks showing humans and and dinosaurs if that wasn't true? Now take that from. <laughs> Take that, take that ideation for a moment. And, and if you put on a gas mask, uh, get go into that person and, and you need a gas mask against whatever rotting smell is in there that would allowed that congestion, kind of yeah. that congestion. congestion.
0: I'll see that one and raise you one. A uh, former football player, Herschel Walker, who is running for oh, office no. somewhere, yes. uh, offered as proof that uh, it doesn't make sense that humans came from apes because there are still apes. So there.
1: And another another um, uh, African American uh, person politico um, recently uh, made the statement that about climate change is wait. We are we have plenty of trees already. There's all, <laughs> I see them every tree, day. Right? <laughs> yeah, we, we treat what's the problem here? So again, There's no educational sobriety into um, the more um, uh, non religious secular uh, uh, science. Uh, There's less distortion in the Democratic uh, camp than there is in the Republican camp. So, this is why a lot of the candidates, you know, why Mitch McConnell said, We don't have qualified candidates. These people are, are certifiable in some way, and yet they're running for public office because Trump led the way for people like this to be able to run for public office. And that there's an electorate that is that dupable. It doesn't get me wanting to um, uh, plan an assassination. Uh, It it, it, it gets me so sorrowful Mm. about the fact that there's an electoral demographic that believes that these people What they put forth in their Christian taint, Christian poison points of view, is um, is just appalling to me, and it's it's horrific. But on the balancing side, for me, I I can't say if I'm a uh, by principle a Democrat or Republican. I was had some hopeful when this third party came up. What's his name? Uh, Yang, um, the uh, Oriental. Sorry,
0: Andrew Yang. Yeah. Andrew Yang. Yeah. yeah.
1: Heading up this, um, the, I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't catchy enough. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. but there's a third party, but there's no platform yet and they're still working out what the platform is. And if the only way I could be, I could sort of resonate with them, if they were fiscally conservative and socially progressive, uh, um, that, that I could, I could get behind. Yeah, possibly. He,
0: uh, well, and he's extremely reasonable, but, uh, you know, I remember Andrew Yang from whatever election that was, um, It was like you could just feel he made so much sense. He was losing people. And that's kind of the problem. Like if you make too much sense when you're talking, you don't instead make people feel a certain way that makes them like you. That's you. That's the way to win elections. But cutting through all that and just making plain sense. uh, People don't connect with that. No. And that leads me to a despair. Like, Where are things going to be in 20 years if this is the case?
1: Well, as we've said um, in other podcasts, um, I expected uh, that democracy has an internal uh, shelf life.
0: <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Does democracy Be- actually make sense?
1: Because uh, less conscious people make more babies than more conscious people.
0: Yeah. The assumption of d- democracy is an in, in equal distribution of intelligence, consciousness, responsibility, and all of that is demonstrably not the case.
1: Yes. It's a—it's actually an informed electorate uh, that right. uh, the Constitution was based on. And we don't have an informed electorate anymore. Mm-hmm. L- there's less and less um, educated people running for political office, which we have to talk about also here before we mm. finish today, why people run for political office.
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah.
1: So, um, so uh, back to the point here is that that uh, because of the poisoning of Christian um, uh, influences on the GOP and the slow but steady divorce from reality of the Democrats that feel like they can't hurt anybody else's feelings, so they overwake everything and PC everything to death. And then the, red, the Redders, the Magas say, you can't cancel me. And uh, uh, it becomes, as you just said, not an informed discourse.
0: So in in my um, more controlling moments, I'll sometimes fantasize like I I have this weird obsession sometimes with watching YouTube videos of the uh, the man on the street questions where they say ask random people really basic questions and film them making idiots of themselves. Like what country is Venice, Italy in? And they can't answer the question. And like I want to say like you just lost the right to vote. Like you can we'll give you a free educational program so you can regain yeah. that yeah. vote. Is mm-hmm. that like fascist and totalitarian to, to do or just do we need something like that?
1: Well, given the insobriety uh, uh, and and uh, what there's two other two um, initialisms, snafu. What what's the other one? Uh, FUBAR uh, and snafu. FUBAR, Fubar yes. right. Um, given our, our national FUBAR state at the moment, that's not out of the out of a picture of an informed intelligent person that wants to sustain the electorate yeah. because if back to our central point here if less conscious less educated people make more uh children than conscious more educated people the conscious more educated demographic is shrinking as we speak yeah. that there is 48 to 47% it's almost equal of 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 um Uh, red, red kind of uh, orientations to blue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't think this would happen in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I was talking about it after my lifetime's over, which is in another 23 years or so. Uh, So, so there's an inborn thing here that what you just said about making certain um, rules about what qualifies you as an informed member of the electorate is not so far-fetched because the whole tide is moving away from education, away from critical thinking Yes. to what feels right to me, yeah. and I don't question why that feels right to me.
0: Right, secondarily, yeah. The it, first part would be fine if there was a little bit of meta of like, hmm, why am I so inspired by the person who's lying about things every day and I just keep getting excited about them? Why is that? Yeah.
1: Well, there's a, there's a QAnon subsect that actually believes Trump is Jesus reincarnated.
0: <laughs> He's got so much in common with Jesus.
1: He does. I mean, <laughs> what he said about celebrity guys who can grab women's privates and, uh, and, and cheats uh, on every bit of tax law there is. Um, uh, Talks uh, about
0: himself and how great he is all the time. That was definitely right. Absolutely like right.
1: Holds up a Bible and says, this is my favorite book. But no one, no one says, what's, say Big D, what, oh, put down your McDonald's for a moment. I want to ask you a question. What, what, can you describe the personal heart on fire relationship you have with God? Mm. Because I'm concerned your behaviors belie what you say about, this is my favorite book. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what he would have to do to answer that question he was had right to do-
0: around that time i think someone on 60 minutes or something asked him what his favorite part of the bible was or like a single line and he just backpedaled and couldn't even provide an <laughs> <No>. answer
1: <laughs> how many times i see interviews a person asks a news person or in a debate like on the sunday morning talk shows you know oh, yeah. where they, do- what trump it was already coming for a lot of years but how often you see someone ask a direct question and the person never answers it yeah they they completely obfuscate uh the dynamic say something else that sounds positive to their point of view while never answering the question yeah
0: and this is another big problem because journalism is supposed to be the fourth branch of government right and they haven't been doing they're increasingly not doing their job because they're owned by corporate media or can get kicked out of the press conferences trump kicked a lot of people out
1: exactly it, you know and and you know, we've seen in my lifetime of course the degradation of journalism to entertainment um, well it's this
0: it's the same thing because the, yes. the um po- politicians are trying to get optics and uh, so are journalists they're trying to get clicks because you know newspapers are in danger because of the internet and so the more circulation they can get it doesn't matter whether it's true anymore it's just That's a matter right. how many eyes they can get on it
1: yeah and um so we can add optics uh uh the optics that that um Nash, uh um, politics is based on uh the optics are also apply in the domain of um advertisements for products yeah right yeah. that that it's the same dynamic that goes into advertising for corporate interests so when you marry corporate ownership of, of of news outlets, you, the news outlet, like it is with Fox News versus uh, CNN, for example, which are roughly on di- on different sides of the rainbow,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, the owners dictate the slant that their news will take. Not the news. Uh, not saying Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather's of my generation were um, weren't uh, um, didn't have values of their own. They never let those values skew the way they presented news neutrally. Anytime I, I start pick up a newspaper or, or look at a blog post or a newspaper or media outlet and the writer starts out with I, I would just like to say that uh. this, this is exactly uh, evidential of the um, complete insobriety of our information-based world. Uh, Post-truth no- era. Yeah. Uh post-truth. Now it's just who has the most juice to convince the most uh the, the least cognizant uh segment of our reality because the least cognizant is starting to become threatening to be a majority. The yeah. least conscious is threatening to be the majority. Now when you have politicos calling for armed insurrection, uh this is something to worry about. So, all of the stuff we're describing here now, Joseph, so far, are symptoms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Why? What is it about politics in a, in a, that um, that actually poisons the ability to have sober, um, neutral kinds of lawful policy making, untainted and unpoisoned by religious viewpoints?
0: I'm gonna go. Wait, let me guess that one. Uh, our
1: wound-based relationship to power? <laughs> uh, how many politicos um, uh, g- run for office uh, uh, because they want to bring integrity to the seat. Whether they're conscious of it or not, all politics is based in power. and it's 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 not it's, it's fraternal twin greed. Mm. For me, power and greed, uh, monetary greed, are, are are fraternal twins, and they can't. One can't go without the other. Uh, if if you if if you believe that, um, you can you seek people who seek to be powerful aren't also greedy, you would have to find a person, an emotively mature person, a, a motively sober spiritualist, who didn't want power for power's sake, but to mm-hmm. serve the greater good. That's called a statesperson. Yeah. Where are the statesperson? Why have they gone away? Because we, the noise out there, for sober, critical thinking, heartful, sober, critical thinking, and heartful leaders. Are, they they can't they can't stand the noise anymore. They 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 won't want to. What they don't have the 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 um, uh, impulse to run for public office anymore. Why should they? If they have one thing about them that doesn't sell to uh, a, a certain demographic, that's absolutely needed to be elected, no, there'll be no party to ever back them. Yeah. Any integrous person, uh, with some a few exceptions here and there. Uh, on the world stage, there's not many on the whole world stage that you can look up to these days as a statesperson rather than a politico. Mm-hmm. And that's because power and greed infect 98% of the people who are interested in public office.
0: I'm reminded you once said the quest for power is proof of its lack.
1: Yes. The quest for outer power is the compensation for the lack of inner power, inner strength. There's no, we wouldn't say sober, we say unsober strength is power and um, uh, sober power is strength, strength. Uh, they don't have inner strength, so they seek outer power, right? The search, the search for power is proof of its lack. And so since everything's devolved into self-image, Into um, uh, serving the least common denominator of consciousness on the planet in politics. If you stand out as not sharing a least conscious uh, uh, resonance with the electorate, you're going to be called an elitist. You're not going to be electable. Uh, You'd have to, uh, a statesperson inspires for all of the politics. I don't agree. She's rabidly anti abortion, Liz Cheney, and a lot of socially conservative points of view. Uh, But but she inspires just because from the bones, you see she's not trying to get votes. She actually got lost her election uh, because of her principles. She knew she was going to lose it. And uh, it doesn't matter if her political journey is ending. She still has to wants to stay in the game to eliminate this poison, uh, this failed experiment of a human being, Donald Trump. And I say that a failed experiment of a human being, Mm. not because uh, he has to be perfect, not because he's any worse than any one of us. We're all children of God equally on one domain, but because the power, his power and greed hurt hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And that's that to quantify that would take, you know, a lot of time. And it's not even done. I mean, the Supreme Court
0: placements he made and the policies he made thats going to keep on hurting.
1: That that uh, Clarence Thomas's wife, um, uh, actually, they got her email chain where she tried to convince the Georgia uh, election board to overturn the election just because she wanted them to. Not because of the actual account.
0: I didn't know about that
1: and wow. of course clarence thomas our our funny guy who was caught uh, um uh sexually um coming on a, inappropriately to anita hill well we tend to forget about those kinds of things that he yeah. they like to he like to show her pictures of men with huge penises and um this this was uh, this is clarence thomas a jurish, a jurist on scotus that's his character and his wife is doing this other shady stuff so what, what, what are you going to do when the three branches of American government are supposed to balance each other and, and now ideological Christianity? I don't know how, how um, Clarence Thomas uh, uh, justifies poor pornography and sexual inappropriateness with his Christianity, but Christians will turn themselves into a pretzel any way they can to, just so they make sure God and Jesus hears that they love them and will let them get into heaven if I could explain one last time from a different domain, why I'm so heartbroken by religion, uh, Christianity in this case, is because in my read of people, even sincere, good Christians, 90% of Christians follow the Christian line, not because they actually feel it or look at it, ex- uh, examine it, critical thinking eyes it. They just want to get into heaven. They think their um, uh, uh, optics is going to fool uh, a divine being when they die. In other Uh. words, uh, the whole Pharisaic thing that their founder talked about, letter of the law, means you don't care about people. You only care about the law. Present-day Christian nationalists are the new Pharisees. And they just don't see that that's the case. If they just do this, 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 and this, then Jesus will love them. God will say, hey, okay, tell St. Peter there at the gate there to let you in. This thinking is so out of reality, so juvenile, and so tragic. It's, this is not how divine being works. And, and so with no critical thinking about religion, when it starts to infect public policy, it becomes a disaster, a disaster, especially when the religious viewpoints are so distorted. So distorted, and I say this with a broken heart because America of my youth was a shining uh, uh, gold monument on the hill. It was a beacon, just like the uh, Statue of Liberty. Bring us your oppressed, your your homeless. All this, yeah. I loved America. I loved how the Constitution seemed to be working for a you know up until the 2000s uh it started to start unravel before the 2000s but it has become a country i don't know anymore and that's okay too it doesn't have to fit my point of view
0: yeah
1: but but to our whole picture here to politics politic politicians are virtually anyone who wants self-image wants optics uh wants personal power has greed these are all younger souls from our point of view, their younger souls learning what doesn't work. And if they have to take down the whole political system in this country to do what they will, it's it's going in that direction. Yeah. So the the whole um, din, the white noise of political discourse is so infected in so many different band-aided ways. There's no way to fix it. There's no way the system in some strange way that I, I can't imagine. I'm a pretty smart guy, but I can't imagine what it would look like to collapse it and rebuild it. Uh, it's beyond my capacity. Well,
0: because it's created by people who care about power more than anything else for those people. Yeah. So it's a yeah. closed system, just yes. like, you know, it's sort of like, um, you know, you can't help an addict until they uh, hit bottom, you yes. can try to intervene, but the, you just can't get inside that bubble. It's yeah. the same kind of thing. Um, th- th- it's it's their lesson to learn about power, which is so core to their being, it would be unreasonable to expect they could take any outside feedback in until they sure. bottom that
1: out. Yeah, another exactly right. Well said, Joseph. Using another simpler metaphor, the political world to me these days, all over the planet, just looks like animal farm.
0: <laughs> the Orwell look for people who don't or, know it.
1: Yes, uh, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. And that's it's a, it's a bunch of schoolyard kids running around. Who's the most popular? Who can we shame? Who can we bully today? It's a child, it's a grade school playground uh, politics now. And those sh- few people on there that stand out um, as trying at least to be statesmanlike. Don't have a chance among all the all the noise. So Liz Cheney, who is the ultimate old guard Republican sober conservative, yeah. is voted out by other Republicans. Yeah. Scary I'm, thought. Yeah. Very scary. Now my, whether she makes a run for the presidency or not, I don't know. But um there's no one the the, the thing that keeps me awake at night is uh I fall uh, 10% more, 15% more on the blue side of policy idealism, not what they do about it, yeah. but the policy idealism of Democrats. But there's no, there's no one there that, that, uh, in their, in their, um, electable, uh, uh people in Congress or, uh, or otherwise, or even governorship, except, uh, Newsom, co- governor of California, which is a different country than the United States. Uh, uh, he <laughs> wants really to run. Good. Yeah, usually. And so, um, it's uh he he if he didn't i swear he he looks to me i look at gavin Newsom and and you know you know how trump's a younger uh uh um not donald jr but the yeah don jr he looks like a 70s porn actor (laughs) but with his slick back hair and you know um uh Newsom has the, the same slick back hair, only it looks more mafioso, uh, uh-huh. like Mafia Don, you know, and he's got that slick look about him. His politics are uh, I'm mean, yes on I'm uh, really a lot of strong yeses and then a lot of strong noes. He just set it up in the Congress, in the in the California, Joseph, that by 2030 or 2035, no gasoline powered cars will be uh, allowed in, uh, new ones to be sold. Uh-huh. You know, uh, used ones, of course, are still going to be there, but no more new car selling of gas-powered automobiles after twenty thirty 2030 or twenty thirty-five. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, wait, wait now, wait for it. Mm. Uh-oh. Cli- climate change affects California, Arizona, uh, the West, but the Southwest, especially Southern California, but still all Northern California, is more prone to arid conditions than any other parts of the country, more or less, more yeah. or less. More sensitive to drought. We're in our 10th or 11th year of drought uh, here in California, uh, statewide. Mm, drought, uh, less flowing waters going through dams, less power available uh, uh, to the grid. hmm And then we're going to have only electric cars plugging into the system for electricity use. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's wrong with that that picture? Is anyone looking further than the next quarter? uh, Yeah, do they
0: also have a program to make sure every home has to be built with solar panels, for example, or go along with that to subsidize panel installation or something like that?
1: I heard um, uh, many years ago. I heard a Japanese uh, economic uh, person high up in the Japanese government uh, at the time, back in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. Japan was making huge um, uh, uh, inroads into financial sobriety, and uh, they 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 asked this guy, "Why is it? Why is it that you seem to be, your economy uh, seems to outperform America's economy?" And he didn't answer with scales of population density or anything. He said, Oh, it's very simple. We have five and 10 year plans, and American corporate, uh, governmental, corporate business only sees uh, um, the next quarter.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And I never forgot that because mm-hmm. his truth is now showing in the Mali that is called uh, governmental politics in so this
0: country. That's part of the, the idealism. It, the, it it goes so far off the rails that they can't think in terms of, OK, this ideal picture is great. Now, how do we actually create a budget to make that a reality and do the math there? Hence, a, a
1: sober budget. Yeah. A sober that, budget.
0: That's why Biden, after printing, I don't know how many trillions of dollars it was over the pandemic. It's like I know. Let's pay off everybody's student loans. Also, well, uh, okay. How are you going to pay for that?
1: Yeah, a noble thing, and, and that affects my family too. Uh, our, my my son, my stepson, uh, 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 is going crazy trying to pay it off. Okay, Oh pop, perhaps a worthwhile thing because it, it gets then they they don't have to pay that much, so they can actually buy more goods and services. Sure. blah, Blah blah. How do we pay for it? There's where the so where the social um, uh, 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 conser- conservative fiscal is missing yeah. in, in Democrats, but where the socially conservative in Republicans is choking off our heart of our of our country, yeah. because the because of um, uh, either ideological um, uh, 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 warfare or something a c word. That we haven't um, uh, talked about yet in terms of why the government is so um, screwed up at the moment, and that's corp- corporate interest. Ah, uh, yes, we haven't talked interest, about that. Yeah, right? We cannot finish this talk about the quagmire. That what's one of my favorite uh, words uh, from a long time ago? Quagmire doesn't that really just say it? It's quagmire. Cool word. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 of 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 corporate invasion. And if there was one thing, if I was um, an emperor for a day and had the power to wave an emperor's uh, staff uh, and, and say, here is what must no longer happen in any government. I'm not calling for one world government here. I'm just making a metaphor. Um, mm. uh, um, no elected member of a governmental body can receive any money from any interest that falls in their purview. You simply, all we have in this country is legal bribery. Yeah, uh, there are so lobbying. many people in, in the House of Representatives, the Supreme Court, and the Senate that are in the pocket of corporate interests. Yeah, I and heard this,
0: recently like a pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry I, I read, uh, they have three lobbyists for every member of the Senate or something like that.
1: Yes, <laughs> that, that makes sense, that's how they would think. exactly right and and that that's allowed by our country the country that i used to admire so much that you can legally bribe governmental officials to skew policy that only puts money in the pockets of corporations not serves the greater good of the of the population
0: and these politicians are allowed to trade in the stock market too which i think they should not be allowed to do
1: don't get me started on that. Who was it? Who was it? Uh, Pelosi, not Pelosi. It was somebody else. Their spouse uh, uh, yeah. uh, b- bought short when they heard in in, yeah. in the back room that talk kind of stuff. that the yeah. stock was going to go down. So he bought short. Yeah. If this only
0: pa- we could get the legislators to legislate that they can't do that. Oh, yeah, that'll never happen. Right. right.
1: <laughs> so if we if, if we peel the onion down to that layer at cause. Yeah. If I could waive one thing, no more legal bribery, and then watch what happens. Yeah, uh, that would kind be my of top person. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of person would no longer be drawn to legislative uh, yeah. careers? I would
0: add to that, On the, my, that would be probably my number one as well. And then my number two would probably be that uh, in running for public office, you get a budget and it's fixed across the board. So your personal wealth doesn't get to factor in. Um, Yes, it might even be taxpayer funded. I don't know, but it's a it's it's not a huge amount of money, and everybody has to document that that they spend only that much and no more to level the playing field.
1: Exactly. So you can't buy an election. No more PACs. uh, That yes, LLCs that are temporarily put up uh, so a person and Trump's (laughs) he tends to pocket most of the PAC money that he. uh, he Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even. Paul, basically, not even use it for what he asked for. It. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to
0: win that last election. I think he wanted he to just was, raise money with it.
1: He was shocked. He was totally shocked that The he first won. election
0: in 2016. The first election. Yeah.
1: All he ran for was to increase his uh, his presence on the world His state. optics. Yes. So his businesses would do better. When he when he won just by those narrowest marg- margin, there's still lies still comes out that he had um, that he had far more votes than Biden. Biden had, Biden had seven million more votes mm-hmm. in the popular vote. He skidded by on the electoral college uh, uh, dynamic. Right. Right. He was shocked. He didn't know what to do, uh, and so. But you, this was throwing gasoline on his narcissistic fire, of course. Yeah. and now he can't even accept that he lost he's in a delusion land so it's um it, the the day though the the bottom line here in our wide-ranging discussion here is that we've talked and i can use the word derisively about yeah. certain consciousness bandwidths this is the derisiveness is aimed at the consciousness bandwidths not the people who hold them but well, the that- people Yeah,
0: That's what's so crazy making. It's like because, you know, you can get upset and derisive and but, you know, and then in the meta, it's like, well, these are just young souls playing out their power issues. What else are they going to do?
1: Right. But what do we do with that? Yes, that becomes the (laughs) the question I wanted to kind of chew on to end here. We've just identified all the problems in so many different dimensions, the last of which is the most heartful and soulful that you say, and I carry that also. These are just young souls working out their power issues. They're all coming from lack. So mm-hmm. they need a false celebrity for their personal powerlessness, and they need a lot of money so uh, uh, they can control their life. It's very Life is very scary for young souls. Yeah, And if we could put a little post note in here that 80% just about 80, 85% of all the damage done to governments all over the world in the direction of autocracy and away from uh, Republican democracy are one sole species, Gethian, yeah. the mm-hmm. Gethians. I've lobbied in between lives so, for so long, just like the Greys who can't come here anymore and abduct people. Uh, they're, they're, they drew the line on that. Uh, Greys can't come here anymore to earth to plunder uh, human beings looking for emotions in their bodies Uh, that's what the grays did if you happen to be a ufo conspiracy nut Um, uh, but the deal here is that um, when we look at all the things we are criticizing here in the end all we can do is try to minimize our personal negative reactivity toward expressively keep it in-house Talk about it with friends who have similar values. Bemoan the lack of integrity and um, and, and 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 full-heartedness and sober critical thinking. Um, uh, stick with it in your own private world. When the world around you is on fire, um, tend to your own garden. is the is the way the only way you can live. But there's no way a soulful, heartful person is not outraged. Yeah. There's no way a soulful, heartful person is not outrage at the state of the world at the moment and so it's easy to point fingers at this this and this and all of it's true all of it's real as we say in identity as you know well worn everything is real but some things are more real than others right and uh and when it comes down to the most real thing as you start looking at soul architecture um, there's nothing to criticize and all it can do all you can do is go inward Find your connect with the divine being that you have, or or if you don't have it, should get busy doing uh, for your own sake, not for any my sake or anybody else's. Uh, you learn to trust that um, things are 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 pimple popping at the moment to release yeah. the infection right and
0: process whatever triggers there are there i I may have said this before so um forgive me listeners if it's a repeat but i remember when trump was first elected i went into a really deep depression for about four or five days Mm -hmm. and you know it was so significant that i had to look at what this was and i found in me um the desire to save the world yeah i found a belief that the world should not be going in this direction and it was like oh there's an over-responsible relationship to the world. This is, like we talked about last time, this is obviously what was meant to be, and it's a bunch of souls, uh, younger souls, hitting bottom, and uh, I can't have control over that. So I got to look at that desire for control and that imposition of my will on reality because when you argue with reality, it generally (laughs)
1: wins. (laughs) Generally uh, and I'm glad you mentioned that last piece because it's what I wanted to end with, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world is a will-based world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Personal will is king. It is not a love-based world. And the personal will that drives the world on all levels, by and large, is three-quarters toxic, 3 quarters intoxicated with unconscious wound motives that drive the conscious will so if you look at it that way um, the whole world is teetering on the completion uh, the end of a will-based dynamic to run ourselves and run the world and that's what's being challenged now whatever collapse is inevitable to happen whatever it is i used to say everybody used to say the only thing that'll unify the world if if uh, uh tomorrow a um a, a giant ufo just aliens uh, yep uh, yeah aliens just started hovering that's the deus ex
0: machina i i often pray for
1: <laughs> exactly because only then will we we are earthlings we are not christian uh crazies or we're not uh, throw money at uh, any problem uh, uh drunken spenders um, uh, w- wait a minute. There's a possible existential threat to human beings, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, oh, that would be great to have a w- interstellar war and all be united. I'm not saying war <laughs> is the. Well, would have to be a war. Right? They
0: just showed up and were like, hey, it just showed up.
1: I, here's I, I, I,
0: waste yes, less I, energy. Here's you know, uh, you know, some thing that will help you, and we'd be like, oh, we'd snap out of it and be like, oh, we obviously don't know what we're doing here
1: you know i had almost the same idea but my scenario is i, I prayed actually this prayer occasionally you know prayer i don't usually pray for something that i want um, but yeah. I, in this case i did just have a big alien ship park over the the the, the, the top of, of washington dc say nothing yeah do nothing just sit there for about 90 days
0: that would be make structural a- meta for the whole
1: species <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would look upward instead of an inward, as opposed to frontward. Yeah. In all the mess we've created, just a totem, floating there, anti-gravity, sitting there, and and, and every day we're terrified they're going to shoot a death ray. Maybe they've got, maybe they've got, you know, a, um, a, a force field around. Maybe they they oh, yeah. shoot at it and it bounces off. That's a, just sits there. Mm. Ninety days later, it floats away. Yeah. What will that have? Been? That's the kind of benign solution that if I were um, maybe if I were in charge, uh, I don't I would think that's do. enough. I, yeah. I, I think
0: people would bounce back, and you know, they double down on their values and beliefs and whatever. But... It's
1: possible. It's just uh, it's wistful. How can I say it? It's, yeah. It's a I think we need metaphor.
0: something. They'd have to give us something. They'd have to give us some guidance. Show us how deluded we are. There needs to be some kind of intervention but i really don't like i often think like oh man i don't know if i want to be alive 40 years from now because i'm i'm really concerned about what the world is turning into and it's already not so nice
1: yeah so the solution to that of course is now eyes as much as possible yeah um, and not dread eyes to the yeah. future you can't help it a sensitive person cannot help it a sensitive caring soulful person can't help but be uh, deeply concerned, even outraged at some of this uh, insobriety of consciousness that's dominating the world.
0: But before we close, we should say a few words about activism because oh, yeah. some mm-hmm. people would uh, might be moved to that. And some people, I notice sometimes I get, I feel a rise of that in me. And then there's just like, no, I can't do that. And I sometimes judge myself for not being more active politically. I just see no point to it um it's like i could might as well be yelling at a wall it doesn't seems to not be a good use of energy
1: you know it's a good point because well let's say it this way come from another direction you're in you're a you you've had more than 350 lifetimes here you qualify as an elder soul Elder souls have been around the block, they've tried everything, they've tried everything, they've dead-ended, they, they're wiser for all their experience, mm. and their elder souls just are not drawn to social activism uh, against all these things we've been railing about uh, today. Uh, there are many souls though, a, a percentage of younger to middle-aged souls, less than 350 uh, lifetimes in this last 130,000 years, that are drawn to activism as their as their passion path. Sure, that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. They should be for us. It would be um, an exercise in futility, but yeah. for another person, it would be a fulfillment of their a destiny to sure. be a social activist. Uh-huh. Um, Greta Thunberg, uh, that, that young girl who's oh, yeah. made her mark on the world. Um, uh, she, she was born an activist that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gloria Steinem in her day, um, uh, um, uh, Thomas Jefferson in his day.
0: Aaron Brockovich.
1: Aaron Brockovich in yeah. her day, yes. Be an activist if that's what spirit calls you to do, or your impulse, intuitive sense of your life center. Activate like crazy. My form of activism is been to help build a paradigm that heals the soul yeah doesn't treat the psyche
0: and, and the raising out. the uh, uh consciousness and intelligence of the electorate
1: uh, at least the tiny percentage that it constitutes <laughs> everyone every vote counts <laughs> <laughs> it does every every one fractal is equal to the whole mm-hmm. uh it's just there has to be a minimum amount of fractals you know but um, just like uh, uh, what's his name from uh, that the Beatles uh, adored and saw he was just a shyster in the end. Uh, the spiritual teacher, the non dual teacher, the Beatles. Um,
0: oh, I never knew the name of that guy. The Indian um, guru they had?
1: Yeah, the Indian guru. Uh, all of the money disappeared uh, after he died and went and found out that it was all, like, all in his own family. He kept all the money. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, but um, he said if just 10,000 people would meditate on on peace, we would have peace in the world. Um, this is a young soul. It just doesn't work that way. There's a hundredth monkey kind of thing out there too, and but the numbers are far out of scale with reality. Uh, you need lots more than 10,000 meditating peace because out of those 10,000 you'll have 10,000 different versions of their soul age, their intelligence, their knowledge of what meditation is it didn't work uh, nothing really happened um, while well, there were a little bit less arrests in a certain area of the world that they meditated in i guess but mm-hmm. still um we can end with the fact that free will as the arbiter of manifestation is too often represented by free won't mm. and free won't stops evolution of consciousness, and free will, when it's informed, critically thinking, heartful, and soulful, evolves consciousness. So we have um, a a war between the evolution of consciousness and the the uh, uh, crushing of the evolution of consciousness going on. And the reason this whole religious nonsense has come up is because they sensed it way deep down in their soul and they had to overcompensate and regain the faith of our fathers to, to, to give that uh, free won't some venue. But when I lay in bed at night and realize that the white Christian nationalists want the identical kind of theocracy that the caliphate do in the Islam world mm. and the American nationalists condemn the caliphate type thinking, but want their own version of theocracy here, uh, like that, that article I sent you yesterday yeah. where actually praying, Jesus, uh, save our country. Um, if
0: they all realized they wanted the same thing, they could probably compromise and get what they wanted. <laughs> it's a good thing they haven't realized that.
1: Well, <laughs> in, that, in that overview that I mentioned earlier, if America is the new Canaan and the Americans are the chosen people— we're back to the same the same error of the Jewish tradition. God doesn't have is not a is is not a racist. It doesn't. God, <laughs> divine being, does not pick favorite races. That would be racist. You think divine being is a race is racist? I mean, white nat white uh, 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 the white population uh, is is superior to the brown and black skin population. You think God picks that way? You. What they think God is the the Jewish tradition and American nationalism, especially is... when
0: when uh, when the races are blending. I mean, in five hundred years, there may may be no more white people anyway. Uh, but they
1: they're, they're equating the ex the the um, way the white race um, studied and made civilization happen in certain ways that other one other darker skinned didn't. Uh-huh. They they mistake. The skin melanin concentration with a certain level of consciousness. (laughs) What? What? Nelson Mandela? Do you think his melanin distribution in his ectoderm ectodermis uh, uh, had anything to do with his consciousness sobriety? I mean, this this thinking is is less than grade school thinking, and yet adults walk around with it as a normal state in growing majorities all over the world. Mm -hmm. So let's sit back. Um, Let's let love guide our free will so it never turns into free won't. And, um, And do the best to our own gardens here, Joseph, and await the day when all of the factors we talked about today find some solution that we in this moment cannot even imagine the solution path of.
0: Well, I, I know we've been going for a while, but maybe we can sneak in one more question or we address it next time. Um, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Grace, and I mentioned last time, uh, has a, uh, an identity-focused group in uh, Clubhouse. You can find it there. Search for his name or identity. Uh, one of his people asked the question, would, a, would an Edenist want to be president? And ah. how would they govern if so? The second question is a lot longer, but would, would an Edenist <laughs> even want to be president to begin with?
1: um i would i would be astounded if an an Edenist had a value system that would include such a thing in the present system Uh in the present system Uh, in another kind of system sure Uh, i had i had a lot of people when i was growing up said that i should i should um, go into poli sci and become get into politics because I I I am I'm a natural born leader and I love yep. my country and uh, I had a group of friends that literally wanted to get behind me do fundraising and set me on that on that track. It's not it wasn't my destiny this life, but if there was a different system uh, uh, that was in place where um, uh, the old archetype, what's the old archetype of um, the why the philosopher king, oh, yeah. the philosopher, the philosopher queen if that archetype was still possible in the modern world, I could be seduced to consider it. Uh, Because you have to have philosophical spiritual um, uh, uh, sobriety to be a a philosopher, a leader, a king or a queen. Uh, Certainly the royalty nonsense, her highness, her, her highness, what as opposed to her lowness?
0: <laughs> that's everyone else. They're the lowness. Your,
1: your Majesty, mm. Majesty. I mean, so as if their bloodline makes them majestic. Well, and they're hot. in
0: connect with God. That goes back thousands of years, oh, right? It's well, their the, oh, the Pharaoh and whatever they're talking to God, well, and then true. they bestow it to everyone else. So oh, they're up gosh. there.
1: How could I forget? Yeah. So a secular but spiritual philosopher, king or queen. Uh, mm. King and queen, I'd have to find new provost, maybe, maybe a oh. a, a, a provost, uh, um, a philosophical provost. Something where the system allowed a set of values in a leader that didn't everyone didn't agree with, but but agreed with the sincerity and sobriety of it, mm-hmm. could not escape that, even if they didn't like what it meant in, in public policy, but respected the person who was who was standing for it. And the only one at the moment, and again, I'm now no pedestal is Liz Cheney. Uh, she's not an old soul, but by God, she's her conscience is uh, running her reality more than her greed or her power. So the answer is possibly, but not in the current system. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we've been going for a while, so we, we'd better close. I I um I'm freshly caffeinated, so I still have like 12, ten more questions, but that okay. was a lot. <laughs>
1: No, yeah order. well we're up coming in on uh, on 90 minutes not yeah. quite so yeah. it's about our limit. so yeah. I hope this was uh, informative again um, it's not often that a spiritual teacher has um, a lot to say or a spiritual educator uh, um, uh, has a lot to say about something as uh, base as poly- po- political philosophy but if of a, a spiritual philosophy doesn't have, an application of its meta, meta, metaphysics to any human activity, yay or nay, it's not, it's divorced from the world of real it's disembodied, things. disembodied, yeah. Disembodied. So I can speak very secularly about politics and about money, which I'd like to do one on money here. Oh, for sure. Too. Yeah, I'll
0: make a um, note of that.
1: Yeah, because that's so tied in inextricably to politics and corporations, uh, the whole idea of money, what the hell it is and what do, what is it? So, In that sense um i'm proud that identity can weigh in in any domain of the human condition and offer an opinion that is going to be different than what's out there uh it might be similar to other things that are out there but metaphysically will always be different
0: thank you stace we still got like a dozen topics on the list for the near-term uh exploration so uh thank you so much for today
1: you're welcome. I can't believe I haven't gotten horse today. So. <laughs> Thanks, Joseph, for everything. Yeah,
0: you're so welcome. Thank you, listeners. Tune in next time when we'll be talking about I Have No Idea, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> and I uh, okay. hope this was helpful for you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Heart of Soul podcast. To learn more about Stace Barron and Identity, please visit identity.org. To learn more about Joseph Shapiro, visit clearandopen.com. Until next time, we wish you well on your journey.